Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. friends, welcome back. I'm going to start with just sharing about my weekend. So it's just been such a good weekend. On Friday, we didn't have school because spring break has officially kicked off here. And I started Friday meeting with a mentor, which is always a great kind of injunction of wisdom into my life. And, and so that was an incredible way to start the weekend. And then Friday night, I was able to go out to a show, a Broadway production of The Life and Times of the Temptations. And that was just, it was interesting and fun and uh, something I very much enjoy. But what was neat about that is I went on my own to do that. And so it was just a very Steph-centric evening and, you know, took myself out for a nice dinner and met some people, had some casual conversation. But it was very much a me going out, doing something I enjoy in spite of the fact that no one was sitting alongside of me with that. And so that was new and that was fun. On Saturday, I also had just really good stuff happening. So I'm moving before too long here. So I connected with a former friend that I worked with uh, probably the broadside of a decade and a half ago. And she was able to hook me up with some boxes and stuff. So I chit-chatted with her for a little bit. Then I did my meal prep and kind of my normal weekend rigmarole. And then Saturday evening, I went out with some of my bachelor friends. Nope, I said that wrong. Uh, Friends from my bachelor's degree. So when I went to Ferris State and graduated back in 2009. And so we really haven't spent time together collectively, the broad side of about five to six years. And so it was so good to catch up with them. And there was just a little group of us. We did dinner and then we went out afterwards and, and just had a really good time together. And then on Sunday, I was able to go over to my friend's house, a former co-worker and his wife, and they just served a decadent lunch and it was fantastic. Uh, we also had social time at church and that was really good. And then I spent Sunday evening with my brother and my sister-in-law having sushi. And every part of my weekend was just custom tailored to be things that I enjoy, things that I want to be true about my life, things that just kind of move me in really cool ways. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is what does it mean to live your best life? And I want to emphasize what does it mean to live your best life? Not the one that others want for you, not the one where you're looking at other people and comparing and saying, well, I want what they have. But what does it look like to own your role and step into your potential? Like, what would that look like? And I might on Wednesday go over, I, I'm still trying to decide what Wednesday's episode is, but I, I might talk about the rules that govern our lives and talk to you about some of the ways I'm trying to dismantle some of the rules that have governed my life for so long and how to challenge them. But what I really like when I think of living your best life I go back to that idea of humility, which I talk about often, but when I was reading How People Grow not long ago, I came across this definition of humility, which I love. Humility is not being more than you really are and not being less than you really are. It's being who you are. And when I was talking to a mentor not long ago, he said to me, he said, Steph, if and when you accept that you are you, you're going to be significantly better off. And a lot of this distress that you experience is going to lessen. And that just, it really 
resonates with me because for so long there's been this set of rules that govern my life that are supposed to be for my betterment and I'm actually able to start to challenge some of those and say wait is this a rule is this what I want to be true is this just a suggestion is this someone else's preference that I'm living into and I want us to wrestle with that idea of what do you want not what do others want for you or what do others want from you. But what about your potential? Let Your Life Speak by Parker Palmer is one of my favorite books when you start to talk about tapping into your true potential. And there's a specific couple of lines in there that I want to share with you. He says, there's a Hasidic tale that reveals with amazing brevity, both the universal tendency to want to be someone else and the ultimate importance of becoming oneself. Rabbi Zusa, when he was an old man said, In the coming world, they will not ask me, why were you not Moses? They will ask me, why were you not Zusa? And I just love that idea that at some point in time, when I am asked to account for my life, I'm going to be asked, but why didn't you do what Stephanie was supposed to do? Why didn't you do what you were called to do? And in order to figure that out, you've got to figure out, well, who am I called to be? And and I'm using that in the first person as well. Who am I called to be? My job is not to be more than that, but my job is also not to be less than that. My job is to walk humbly being exactly who I am. And so there's a whole host of things that go on there. First, we've got to do some unlearning. And that's why I'm thinking Wednesday's episode might be about some of those rules that we let govern our life. Then there's that idea of setting aside old patterns and behaviors that no longer serve us. Then it takes renewing of the mind. That's a lot of self-examination. That's a lot of recalibration and trying to figure out what is true, what do I want to be true, and how do I make those things true. It takes adopting and practicing new behaviors, the ones that are authentically us, the ones that are selected by us, the ones that are important to us because we've weighed the pros and the cons and we've wrestled with what do we want to be true about our lives. It's also about stepping into the places that we're called into and and doing that unapologetically showing up as ourselves. And so I don't think I've been vague about my faith context. I very much have a a Christian worldview. And one of the guiding verses for my life comes from Luke 12, 48. And it says, to whom much is given, much is required. So you're not going to be required to do more than your skills and talents, but you're not going to be allowed to do less than your skills and talents without having to account for that. And I go all the way back to episode one of this podcast. If there's a role that's custom made for you and you choose not to do it, who's going to pick up that slack? Who's going to fill in that gap? Who could be you better than you? And if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to step into that? When are you going to decide to take ownership of your life, take responsibility for your life, but also walk humbly in your calling and contribute with your beautiful gifts and talents and bring them to the communities around you? And I encourage you to be so busy taking care of your tasks and your expectations that you do not have time to complain about other people and other people's methods and consider whether other people are doing things the same way you are or whether people should be doing things differently according to your values and according to your ideas. Be so busy that it doesn't occur to you to criticize others. Now, I don't know if it's actually true because I haven't kind of wrestled it out all the way, but I keep seeing this particular meme circle about that says, notice that those who criticize you will never be more accomplished than you. 
meaning it's usually those who are less accomplished or less involved in their own life that are taking shots from the side. And so we've got to consider that. Are we taking the time to pour into other people's lives with criticism and with cynicism and with deciding what they should be doing or shouldn't be doing? How is that a valuable use of our efforts, our own talents, our time, our energy? I answer for my opportunities and my talents and my gifts but I really don't answer to anyone else for them unless it's someone that I've been entrusted to lead in some way and I could cause damage if I lead poorly. Outside of that, I don't answer to the people who have criticism for me. That's not to whom I'm responsible. I'm responsible for my life. I'm responsible for my calling. I'm responsible to be not more than I am and not less than I am. The same goes for you. You will answer for your opportunities and your talents and your gifts, but you don't answer to me for them. You don't answer to others for them. You certainly don't need my approval or others' approval to step boldly into your calling, but you do need to live within the calling placed on your life. And I go back to what my friend said to me. If you accept that you're you, a lot of things can happen in your life that are pretty incredible, especially if you take the time to figure out who you actually are, figure out what you actually want, figure out what you are called into, figure out how do you add value and meaning? How do you want to add value and meaning? Figure out what makes you you and step into that and then live your best life. That's my advice. But here's the thing. You have to claim it because if you don't step into your life and figure it out, others will make decisions for you on your behalf and they will utilize your gifts to their advantage. And I walk with so many who have lived lives where others have made their decisions for them and they feel like they're just victim to the situation. They feel like they don't have a say. They feel like living passively is somehow appropriate. And that's why it starts with unlearning, unlearning what others want to be true about your life and going out and relearning things that are important to you, things that add value to your life, areas that you add value to the world around you. So we have to unlearn. We have to set aside some of our old patterns and behaviors. We have to renew the mind. We have to self-examine. And we have to adopt and practice new behaviors, the ones that are authentically us, the ones that move us towards what we want to be true about our lives, because whatever we're given, we're going to have to answer for. And if we don't cultivate the gifts that we have, and if we don't give them open-handed back to the world, we're not living our best life. I wouldn't be living my best life, and you wouldn't be living your best life if you don't take the time to figure out what is supposed to be true about you. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.